All right, welcome back to the So Baseball Podcast. It's Friday, September 17th. We have another long two-part show for you. We have um, all three hosts together to talk about the National League and uh, the playoff race. And then after the break, Kevin and I come back to talk about the American League. Dave had to, to jump off for the second half, so enjoy him. Um, in the first half, and then uh, we'll dig deep into the AL wildcard situation in the second half. And stay tuned to the end if you want to hear about some special, exciting stuff that could be coming up for the show. All right, have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy the show. Bye. Okay, then. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. Let's take two on this. Yeah, this is much better. So um, we're going to talk some baseball, but before we do, um, we'll wait for my brother to join in. Uh, That way we can. Oh, there he is. There he is. Coming in. Yo. Coming in hot. Can you hear hear me? Hot from the tub. Well, unfortunately, Uh-oh. it's not hot yet. So, oh, oh Jesus! Well, this I is didn't perfect. know we'd be starting so fast. Coming in from the cold tub. Yeah, I mean, it's a hot, heating hot tub, but it's not that. It's not uh, you know a microwave, yeah. right? That's, you uh, know, it's all right. So you spend so. twenty minutes with us, and then you go jump in the tub. Yeah. You're or, right, exactly. Oh, you you don't get in there and let it heat up around you. You let it boil first. I get in there and let it cool down. Like I'll get in, turn all the power off, and yeah. just slowly cool with it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure of the process. Well, I think so, uh, the common practice is to heat it, then get in it. Got it. Okay. All right. Get it. Speaking <laughs> of heating up, if, if, this yeah, wild if, card race. <laughs> sorry. Forget that. I'm Pod, back. Yeah. Padres. <laughs> Fuck the hot Padres. Let's talk a Padres a Cardinals together. Come yeah. on. I think they took what we're some here hitting. to do. There was some hitting instruction on the first two games and then the Padres. And I'm going to give a big round of applause to Profar because as we last talked, there was only two Padres hitting. Now you've got a third guy who's turning it on. So that's yeah. good. That's what the Padres needed was more than two people hitting. So um, have we seen the lineup for tonight? Uh, yeah, there was a, I sent you that, did you see that thing I sent you? The starting picture, they didn't have a photo of him, so they showed this picture of just the field from, like, bird's eye view with the Padres team on it. It was really odd. That's but, funny. Uh, Profar earns himself a leadoff spot tonight. Then we go Tatis and Machado. Frazier back at cleanup. Pham, Hosmer, Nola, Grisham, and Velasquez is pitching. So yep. Myers heads to the bench against a righty again. Myers is a short side platoon player, and that's just the end of the story. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I went to the game. Uh, let's see, I went to two games. I went to Monday night, and I went Wednesday night. So okay. uh, it was the the Giants dominated Monday night and clinched the b- playoff birth but then you know, that that uh, you know the Padres came out hitting Profar st- 
started it all in the first inning there on Wednesday night, and and the Padres hitting wise didn't look back. Giants stayed in the game as they do, but um, with a few homers, one that caused beer to get on me. But um, that was that one to the foul pole. Yeah, the 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 one that you were claiming ground rule double, but but the rule <laughs> the rule <laughs> the rule is anything that hits that tin roof is a homer. Right, so. Dave. Did you did you know the play we're talking about? No, but, but, but I know about the roof, though. Yeah, okay. So there was a home run hit by Brandon Belt in down the right field line. Yeah. Somebody reached over around the foul pole yeah. with their glove and caught it in fair territory. So it was rightly deemed a home run, but they had to review it. And it was weird because, again, the guy was sitting right to the, you know, if you're facing the pole, right to the right of the pole in foul and he just literally there's a there's a on the tin roof there's a yellow line and he reached around and caught it the funniest look though is the guy who was sitting in fair territory territory who was all set to catch it and then this other guy swooped in and grabbed it and and then i saw that guy just giving the dirtiest look to the guy who caught it and oh he was and he left with like his son and he was all like angry. And it was, I was like, oh, well, come on. And then everyone was checking to make sure that the guy didn't do anything illegal, like reach into the field of play, you know? So. Well, you see, I think that's why that guy was so angry because the guy, um, the guy in fair territory was waiting for the ball to come to him to make sure he didn't reach over and affect right. the ball in play. The guy in foul territory who ends up getting the ball, he reaches over out yeah. over the fence. I mean, it was still a home run, but you know, it, it could have been it could have been fan interference. It was a wraparound catch. He wrapped himself around the pole and caught it in the front of the yeah. pole as opposed to behind the pole, right? So yeah, it was it was interesting. And I was I had just happened to walk up there at that moment and I was standing there and the ball's coming at me and then this this guy like pushed into me and he threw, spilled beer all over my jacket, which is fine, you know. Oh, that's cool. Was, that's actually a home run. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. it was Coors Light, not like some dark heavy like stinky beer goat beer yeah yeah you didn't want like a stout or anything no no yeah yeah no that would be bad although when i think of uh when i think of san francisco uh you know waterfront on a cold thursday night i think of a stout you know like an oyster stout Uh, maybe an irish coffee even is red's java still there it is, yeah. It's still there. I fucking yeah. love that place. Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, they're still there. Same building. Um, I think so. Yeah, there's, and yeah, it's, it's. Uh, I haven't been there myself in a bit, but I believe it's all still there. Well, um, I'm back to the back to the yeah. foul ball controversy. Um, I'm a big fan of baseball shenanigans. You know, I like Jeffrey Same. Mayer. I like the Cubs guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that up, Bartman. You know? Yeah, yeah. Love that guy. Um, yeah. That Barton. stuff needs to stay in the game. Yeah, I don't the want them to regulate hurt. out weirdness. Yeah, well, that fence, no. that's a very good point, though. So that fence, right? The the whole netting down the line. Um, we will that, but um, the whole netting down the line is is super. Uh, does that keep the fan from interfering, or can the fan now jump on the net and like push the net onto the? Obviously. Well, not. I also noticed your net. I was looking like because I I haven't watched the game in a while, and I was looking yeah. at your net. Your yeah. net is like really, it's like a a piece of like fence right stuck out there. Like it's like a lot of fast, 
you know, moving balls right at that net on the first base side. Am I wrong? Yeah. Or is, no. Is that... it, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like, a, um, I, it's very circus like it's got yeah, that, that it kind of, cause it's all in a pulley cause it goes up and around and, Oh, it does. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's cause if they are doing other events, I think they bring it down. Right. Cause they do other things at the ballpark. Um, but it's yeah, it's all very oh, right. like it's all very tight. Because when I went to the A's yeah. game, remember I went to A's Yankees game, that that netting was like I don't know who put that up, but it was just like it was like <laughs> hey, we got this old net over here, let's just stretch it up here. It was it's a non-union of, job. It, it was it, a soccer ball bat. It was a grandfathered <laughs> exactly. It was it, it was it was maybe like gold netting or something they had in the back there. They stitched together, but it was. I did not feel very safe with that net. Like that net just didn't. There was some some weird. But the the Giants one is all very like. You know, I was looking at because there is like a pulley system down the line and right. You can, you can just see yeah. it's very. And you're right. You'll you'll see a lot of balls that will will. It's so taut and tight. That the ball will roll along it like a like a kind of like roller derby kind of. Is like, it electric it, powered? Is it? Do you think it's a? It's, that's a good maybe, maybe, uh, it's probably, probably pneumatic, wind powered. No it, wind powered. Yeah, yeah exactly. Seagull powered. No, there's a guy in like a, a one of those like pedal boats out there in McCovey Cove, and he's tied to the thing, and it powers it. He oh, pedals. that's a good idea. Speaking yeah. of, yeah. Nobody else has got that pulley camera like Seattle has, yeah, I, where they I, they do that yeah. like dolly shot along the third base line. Yeah, that is bizarro. I saw that when I was watching the game with you, and I was, it was the first time I'd seen it. You said it was around last year. Well, they brought uh, it in last year, and I figured it was like flying through the crowds, like the non right because you know last year no, no fans. There. So yeah. I figure like that it'll be blocking people's views, but I guess they've found a way to keep that that dolly shot yeah have you were. seen that dave oh. it's really no, i don't think i have it, it's like it's like that camera that you know they use in the football field where it goes over the field kind of oh like behind the quarterback's head kind of yeah and, and yeah. Moves. but but they they just cut to it every once in a while like if there's where a, is it positioned it's it's for on the third baseline base in the seattle stadium so it but runs just from like, like home to third in the stands right so it uh-huh. kind of it'll track it can it, it's really cool when the runner's running around third, heading home. It can kind of well, isn't that kind of like one of those like Olympics cams that they do like next yeah. to those? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, just straight line. Right. Just yeah, yeah. But it's in I the like air, those. so it's it's oh, it's, it's in the it's air. In, it's yeah. in the air. Yeah, it's like oh. level. Yeah, it's not greyhound racing cams. <laughs> no, that that. The that camera on the cool. rabbit, right? The little camera on that little fake rabbit. No, that's good. yeah, that's a great angle. Yeah, but they um, should do that in baseball. I think. Well, I mean, if you know, if it's interesting, I could be in favor of this angle. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was just weird. Like they cut away to it at weird moments too, because they just wanted to use it. You know, they was, often use yeah. it just for effects. Like yeah, when a pitcher like, is, when the pitching changed and somebody's yeah. walking off the mound, they do a, like a like a dolly shot. Um, a yeah. tracking shot on him. It's it's not often well, you used know, when the it, ball is it in play. Like, it seemed like a fixed angle too. I Ross. was watching is some it... football the other day and uh, actually thought about this because they don't know what angles are the best. They only think these are the best angles that right. we want to see stuff at. Right. You know, like you know, baseball. That thing we've always seen that exact same pitcher batter setup. Yeah. yeah. We only you know maybe. You know, there might, might be something, something that, that you know well, is they, more pleasing. 
Maybe. They started. They've started to. And, and Ross, you may have seen this. They started to do this thing called on the replay or highlights on MLB.com. They'll put this thing up sometimes. Unique angle of Buster Posey home run. Right. And it usually looks like someone from a from a fan or something with a camera, like a phone dugout cam or, or something shooting it, and then it maybe was uploaded somewhere, and then they pulled it and, and stuck it in there. But. Um, it is you're interesting in what you say because uh, you know we have we all have some uh you know tv background and there's yeah. an actual blueprint for recording baseball games where you know each camera depending on how many cameras there are they have their section that they're to cover and how they're supposed to cover it and right. and that's the thing like you're like I totally agree with you like are are we sure that's all they should do you know yeah like, like what if we want to see like what all the infielders are like you know, yeah. moving around, like covering bases, yeah. like, you know, maybe well, there's more going on. Well, Ross and I saw something super interesting during the YouTube broadcast where they had in the upper right hand corner, this little diagram showing where all the fielders had positioned themselves. Yeah. So you, it was, it was pretty cool. It was like a little, little, little time. And it oh moved, yeah. It moved I could real see that. time, right? Yeah. With tracking, right, Ross? Like we, like if the player moved, like the little dot would move. Um, kind of like the, on Defender when you have that like little mini exactly, screen. That exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Defender. Yeah. Nice totally. analogy. That's a good Just one. Just throw That's a little great. more information on the defense. You're using nice early 80s technology. I mean, come <laughs> on. This should have been in 30 years and if ago. We, if we got that Williams sound effect suite, we'd be in, in really good shape. I know. Oh, that's the best. I love yeah. that one. I love when you play a pinball game. You can feel it. You can feel like that defender. zap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hyperspace. Well, well, let's let's talk, um, if I may, this series that's coming up because it's an important series. Huge. If you're a Padre fan, oh, huge! No, series. it's baseball fan. I'm, I'm I mean, baseball. there's so much going on here. Last year's playoff matchup, you know, that's right. In which the yeah. the the Padres somehow won a miracle, yeah. um, and you know, St. Louis coming in on a like seven game win streak or something, maybe maybe five at least. I mean, this At is going to be nuts. Um, yeah. It, it, and it, actually, and, and, that's in front of me. I'm just riffing. Go ahead, Kevin. No, I was going to say it's it's amazing because the Cardinals uh, were kind of written off a couple weeks ago, and they just got themselves back into it. And, and they have a team that uh, is, you know, was supposed to be competitive from the beginning of the season and hadn't been been the last, like, three or two or three weeks. It's been – they've been playing great baseball. Yeah, no, I, that's, they're the kind of team that can, you know, get good at the right time. You know, the Padres are doing what they do. Sorry. You know, starting to get bad at the exact wrong time. Um, But yeah, the Cardinals, they, they are, you know, they're a dangerous team. Yeah. You and got the that pa- catcher. That guy's a madman. Yeah. I love really Yachty. Yeah. I love um, him. He's great. And the Cardinals do that thing that we were talking about last season, last episode, we were talking about, playing with emotion versus staying within yourself and staying level. The Cardinals do that level thing as good as anybody. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. They have, they got the leaders on the field, Yachty, Wainwright, yeah. you know, like Arenado There's, and Goldie at yeah. the corner infield. I mean, they're a veteran team with also some young talent, some speed. So, you know, yeah, they're, they're a force. And, and, I, and I think they probably have one of the best strategy managers in baseball too. I think he's, I think he's he's a pretty good manager. Who's uh, their manager? Uh, what's his name, Ross? Mike uh, Mike Schilt. 
Schilt, right. Nice. He, I was watching a game last, uh, the other, they were playing the Mets, and uh, the Mets had the, the zombie free runner in the 10th inning, got the third on a bunt, and then he brought in like this, the fifth infielder, like he, he swapped out one of his outfielders and actually made a, came on the field and changed players and um, kept the same pitcher. And then he just did this whole working, and then that guy went and played the outfield once the next guy got on. But it was it was uh, it was classic Cardinal baseball, the whole like maneuvering. And then they made an amazing play to get a, a crazy double play, which I think was a uh, a three two five double play, which is and and no play, none of the plays were actually at home plate. It was just the the middleman. Um, so it was well, crazy. yeah. So thingy hits Lindor hits the ball to first base goldie fields it steps on first throws home molina catches the ball and then catches the runner too far off third yeah throws and, the third and they, they tag him out at third before he gets back to third yeah that was great i mean and that, and that saved the game because if the Mets scored that run the game would have been over because they didn't score in the top of the tent so um the cardinals didn't so uh yeah it was uh, quite a quite a little snippet of how the Cardinals are playing right now. And, and, uh, but you know, we're all behind the Padres and I think, I think the Padres look really strong coming out of these last two games against the Giants. Yeah. Um, they got hot. They got hot yeah. for a couple games. It's two in a row. They're hitting is they're hitting finally. Yeah. And, and, and their pitching still is a little, you know, but the Giants are tough because the Giants just get good swings late in the game, regardless of what the, the thing like the four home runs giants hit four home runs in that game i went on wednesday night and they lose nine six so it's yeah. like there yeah. were a bunch of solo shots yeah so it's yeah, that thank god we kept focus, in the solo you know? shots exactly yeah and gotta so. gotta try to limit that yeah i think the padres gotta take two out of three and i think we gotta we gotta target tonight and sunday because um you know tonight uh michaelis is has not been great um he's been injured a lot of the year Tomorrow night they got their perennial ace, Wayno Wainwright, going against yes. Darvish. Darvish, who would ordinarily be considered our ace, uh, but who has looked terrible yeah. late. And Wainwright is rocking a two point eight eight ERA on the season. Um, he's having like a late career breakout that's just like, like people don't know what to make of it. They're saying they're saying that uh, he would be their starter in a potential wild card game. And if you're the Dodgers, uh, you got to fear that because I mean, yep. talk about a you know veteran poise. The guy, you know, he's seen it all. And and that Cardinal Dodger thing, there's a lot of history there. Um, you know, I think the Cardinals have beat the Dodgers a few times in the playoffs over the the last you know ten years or so. So if you recall the Kershaw meltdown back when and all the other stuff. So mm, yeah, vaguely. Um, yeah, he, he then liked. Sunday you got Arietta versus Jay Happ, so that's anybody's game. Yeah. So I think if you're the Padres, you got to target getting Friday and Sunday, and then just sort of hope you don't ruin ten on Saturday. Yeah, I think they will get two out of three. I think they'll get the ones you're saying, and and on the one where they're coming up against Wainwright, have some fun. You know, don't get right. down. Don't get in the rut like you like you have been, you know. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and do some weird shit or something. Exactly. You, know? you saw the swag chain came back last night. Yeah. It, watch, came, it was it was their Wednesday night. Yeah. Watch Necessary Roughness. Get inspired <laughs> by Sinbad. <laughs> and just get weird out there. 
Exactly. Live by the chain, two, die though. by the chain. Yeah. It's One, very three, easy. do your thing. And and it's, it's very easy to get weird in St. Louis because those people aren't so weird. Yeah, everything's weird out there. Yeah. And, and there, it's not weird in the non-West Coast weird way. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> think the Padres kind of in a weird way, not like, well, lately they've been playing shitty everywhere, but they kind of are like a road team in a weird way. Like, yeah. they, they, you know, they're not feeling a lot of heat, not a lot of hate. They're just, you know, go out there and kind of steal your lunch. You don't expect it. You know, I think they generally is not a problem for them. And they, they had a lot of fans. There were a lot of Padre fans here. There were, they travel well and they traveled. I mean, they weren't. Who like knew there were any? Yeah. I didn't. They traveled. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe they must be recent or something. I don't know. I thought, or maybe they lived up there for years like I did. No, these are, they were all, they traveled because I talked to a bunch of them. (laughs) Of course you did. So uh, so these two guys, they they were classic. They were like, I sent you a photo of them, Ross. They were like, one was decked in brown, one was decked in yellow. And yeah, they had these, they had these big glasses, kind of like uh, Kapler wears. And they had their big hats on. And they were just pounding the beers and talking to anyone about Padres baseball. And, and they, were, they were giving kudos to the Giants. They weren't trying to. And we all, we were all agreed on how much we all hated the Dodgers. And, exactly. And I went through the whole list of players who played for both teams. And he was like, oh, well, yeah. You know, he's an older guy. And he was like, oh, I forgot about because this John Montefusco played for the Giants and the Padres, and he was, you know, uh, the great. Now, didn't we get Mud Mud Grant in a trade from you guys? I don't know. That's a good question. Mud, Mud you mean Jim Grant, Mudcat Grant? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so because I don't think he ever played for the Giants. Oh, but, really? Yeah. I thought I heard that on a broadcast. Oh, well. well. Not my broadcast, but let me check. I'm not going to. Look gonna, it up. I'm going to look it up and uh, be honest about it. So what's everybody doing this weekend outside of baseball? Let's just get a little check, like a, like a, uh, you know, a person check in before we move on to some other parts of the baseball world. What's it, what are you up to this weekend, Kev? Uh, I may go to the game tonight. Nice. Uh, there's a pending uh, if my son wants to go. And then... Um, <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was in trouble for last time, wanting to leave early. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So anyway, but he uh, and it's his birthday. It was his birthday the other day, so uh, we have a birthday party for him on Sunday. We're doing an escape room, so Ooh. that'll be fun. That's scary. Yeah, I so did one pretty- of those once, and we did not escape. <laughs> Yeah, I was but that was so angry. That, that was just a bar you went to. <laughs> no, this was a real escape room in New York City, and we had this chucklehead with us who Ugh. ruined everything. And oh, uh, I don't like that. I don't like yeah. any of that. That's terrible. No nope. chucklehead. No escape room. No, none of it. He found Bad. like some sort of s- staff in the room, and was like carrying it around. And we're like, that probably is a clue of some kind. We probably need that. And he was just carrying it around like a, a stick. And banging walls looking for secret passageways. And, then, and eventually when we didn't get out, they were like, yeah, you needed to use that stick like Indiana Jones with the headstone to make a, a light point on the floor where you're supposed to go. And we're like, damn. <laughs> nice like, job, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Staff Wendy's here. Wendy was in that uh, thing. and oh. she, she was there that night. And she saw me in my... Like grumpy competitive way. Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a so, special. 
Don't. <laughs> so Mudcat Grant never played for the Padres. Either. What? <laughs> Who did he play for? Well, he played for the Cleveland Indians. He played for Minnesota Twins, Los Angeles Dodgers, Montreal Expos, St. Louis Cardinals, Oakland A's, Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Oakland A's again. Weird. Oh, yeah. He's a journeyman. A true journeyman. 14 years from 1958 to 1971. Well, you figure he's on that many teams. I mean, if he's on that many teams, he must have played in San Diego quite a bit, you know? I mean, just like. Well, he, Law of averages. Yeah, you know. I mean, he, he played games there, but not for. And them. he, yeah, he seems to have a some. Maybe he's from there. Maybe that's where he's from. He retired in seventy one. Yeah. He doesn't oh, really? Seem that that old. Old. He's still alive. He's born what? in nineteen thirty five. Wait, this no, is, must be a different the, person. This is a different person. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the other Grant. Yeah, the announcer. Mark Grant. Mark Grant, not Mudcat Grant. But he is Mud. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a guy named Mudcat Grant who was a famous pitcher. Uh, well, this is played. Mark. See, Mud you can't Cat bring Grant. you can't bring some weak ass Mudcat, Ross. You got to fucking step your yeah. Mudcat. So, to your answer, <laughs> also known as Mark Grant, also who I think is drinking the sauce sometimes. He, Definitely, he was traded uh, from the Giants to the Padres in the best. Okay, trade then my, the best trade of my life. When the Giants in 1987 got Kevin Mitchell, Craig Lefferts, and Dave Jervecki for Mark Grant, Kevin Brown, and I have to look it up. I don't remember the other guy. Uh, Mark Grant, uh, Keith Comstock, and Mark Davis. This is what I was talking about, and you told me no. Mark Grant. Well, you never said I said I, I, I said Mudcat Grant, and you said yeah, Mudcat Grant, and. You were just saying that because the guy is mud on the radio or TV or whatever. Yeah. But mud anyway, Grant, yeah. Padres Mark. announcer. Mark. Anyway, glad Mark we got Cat. that settled. Yeah. Dave and I'm, I are going to get Dave and I on are the fence. together. Mark Andrew Grant, yeah. nicknamed Mud. It's a former professional starting pitcher for San Diego Padres. Really? That's He's 57. He's not that much older than you or me. Well, can I go back real quick? Are you saying you guys got over on us by shit sending us Mud Grant and Mark Grant? Yeah. yeah. And also and also Kevin Brown? Is, Chris or, Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. I thought you said not, Kevin not Brown. Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown was good. I was going to say, I didn't Chris remember Brown. that. And who Chris do Brown's you, a- you got Dave Dravecki? And Craig Lefferts and Kevin Mitchell. What the fuck? Well, yeah. Well, we and, we didn't want Lefferts anymore. And, we, and, not... we, <laughs> and then the Giants, because of that trade, the Giants won the division that year. The first time in my, uh, not in my lifetime, but knowledgeable lifetime. They had won it in '71, and they didn't win it for 16 years until 1987. Thanks to right. thanks to uh, a bunch of Padres. Okay, that was well, Ross's uh, high school graduation year. Hope I'm not. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Ross's head was not on the Padres. Hell no. 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 I had my mind on other stuff. It was on Terrence Trent Darby. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah, so we'll leave it at that. (laughs) He was part of the Hysteria Tour. Yeah. So... Okay, let's circle back to baseball. Well, before we do, Dave and I are getting together tomorrow night for the UCLA football match. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to wade back game? into the to the college football waters. 
Wow. We were going to go to the Rose Bowl. Um, I was going to try and find a, a fun, quick way to uh, get my get some fun tickets to uh, thank my brother for the other week. But oh, uh, instead, we're just going to get together with Binder and watch it on TV. Oh, wow. That's cool. But Rose Bowl would be wild. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. What do you, uh, and Rose Bowl's now, great. Now, um, Chip Kelly, is he, how's that going for you guys? It's going great, man. We beat really? LSU. Oh, okay. All right. We're, UCLA vaunted from like unranked cool. to 13th ranked in the country wow. just on the basis of beating LSU. Well, there you go. So I, now I, the pressure's on and we're probably going to choke. But for now, for today, we're a top 25. Wow. I didn't know that. I don't yeah. follow college football. So. Meanwhile, um, USC just fired their coach and they're completely in crisis. Right. So. I didn't hear that because they lost to Stanford. <laughs> yeah. So the Bruins are on a tear. We're going to get together with big, big UCLA nice. backer, Binder, Dave Binder, who you probably know. I met him um, somewhere along the way. So we're, um, and then, um, you know, we can do um, a Rose Bowl game some other time. Yeah. Okay. And who are they playing? Uh, Fresno State. Who are oh, a lot better Bulldogs. than people think. Yeah. Yeah, well, they they have a bit of a history. So um if Dave doesn't rejoin here, uh oh, we'll have Dave? to t- we'll do a halftime and then call him back in. Okay. Um should we take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and do the American League? Sure. All right. Uh I'll talk to you in five minutes. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. Hello? Shady's back. Um, so one last note. Yeah. And the NL wild card it, is I have to root for the uh, Cincinnati Reds this weekend. Okay. Why is that? Because they're playing the Dodgers. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. I yeah. don't care. They're in our rear view. We're focused on the Cardinals. They're playing right now. Plus, I know the Dodgers are going to get. At least one of those games. I think the Giants, if they want the division, they're going to have to win four out of five games the rest of the way. You mean 75%? Yes. No, I mean 80%. Oh, four four, out of oh five. really? Four out of five. Ooh, yeah, because the Dodgers, um, they're really, you know, cruising right now. Their pitching is healthy, um, yeah. and that's really all you need to know. Yeah, they, they, the Giants need some help there because – I don't know if the Giants are gonna, can win eighty percent of their games. That's and a- the and the Dodgers are playing Gavin Lux in left field now, so they've they figured something out. They're like, oh, we got this amazing bat. He's a terrible infielder. How do we keep him in our lineup?" They're like, "Hey, what if we put him in the outfield? The the Padres did it with Tatis. Maybe we put Gavin Lux." And that day that we went to the game, we saw Gavin Lux like. Uh, grossly misjudge a fly ball, but you know oh, really? they still won the game. Yeah, oh. yeah. So well, I mean, it was like a liner. It like went way over his head. I'm actually, if, as a Giant fan, I the Padres. We still have six more games with them. We got through four of them out of the ten already, and we went 500. Um, you know, so they're playing. Unfortunately, the Dodgers, I think, swept the Padres two series in a row now. I believe, um, but we figured out how to beat. The Giants. We still don't know how to beat the Dodgers. Yeah. So, but you guys still have one more uh, series with the Dodgers, I think. If I'm yes, that. we do. 
Okay. So we, we hopefully that there's some, you know, learning curve there because yeah, I, I just, cause it, you know, the Giants got the series with the Braves and they got a series with the Padres and they got the Rockies Diamondbacks. That's like, okay. And then they have another series with the Padres. So I, it, it's, it's going to be tough because the Braves are still in, in a hunt sort of, right? Right. They're only have a three game lead on the Phillies. So they have to keep playing. Yeah. So we so got to see what gonna let up. Yeah. And this weekend it will be really big for the Giants. So they they really need to uh to do something uh, this weekend and win two out of three at least, I think, uh to keep it keep it going. Yeah. And hope and hopefully the Reds can the Reds got to win at least one, maybe two from the Dodgers, but um, one would be perfect for me. Yeah, I keep I them see. back a little bit. Yeah, they um, Reds have a runner on right now with no outs. I'm watching the but Yankees game. I don't. How's I don't that really going? Care. Yankees are up one nothing. Joey Gallo hit a solo shot to the second deck and right. No, oh. and the Phillies are playing the Mets. That's that's important. Oh, that's such a great series, man! I love to yeah. go to Phillies Mets games at City Field. Oh yeah, they're they're just they're intense. So. I'm gonna... I mean, I'm. I don't like either of those teams right now, but I would probably pull for Philly over the Mets at the moment. Yeah. The current. The, yeah. Except that the Phillies also potentially could pull into the wild card race. Not not with uh, their current record, but you know, if enough things shifted, the Phillies could sort of find themselves in that wild card race. But they'd probably more like they'd probably more likely um, surpass the. Braves for the AL East than they would pull into the wild card. Although they're only right. two and a half games out of the National League wild card. It, it's super interesting because you've got all these teams. The Mets are still hanging on. The Mets are on the outside a little bit. Uh, the Mets are got, three games under five hundred. They're not. You've got, yeah, but they're still. They still have. A, they still could get in there. Somehow, could. But, they but, need four other teams to suck. Yeah, and they have to start right now. So and those um, teams are playing each other, so they can't both suck. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, most likely not, but they'll keep it interesting, I think. And then, uh, yeah, so you got Phillies, Cardinals, Mets, Padres. Did I leave someone out? Braves, but Braves are in division, so. Yeah, the Braves yeah. just need to win their division. Yeah. I really think, I have to be honest with you, and I think I mentioned this before in an earlier uh, cast, is um, uh, the Brewers – are in a really good spot if, if they can manage it correctly. I mean, mm-hmm. the one thing they don't have is they won't be in a competitive thing, uh, but they could line themselves up pretty good for the playoffs. And yeah, and they get to play. They, and at this point, it's almost guaranteed they're going to play the winner of the East. So, yep. and that's not going to be a, you know, great record team. Could be a, still a good team, but, you know, it's, it's uh, anyway. So and the Brewers. No, the Braves. A... The Braves are thin. They and, they play and good the... baseball, but you know they need all of their stars to go off to win a game, and right. they and don't the have, have as many as they once did. The Brewers have two of the best starting pitchers in in baseball, and they also have an amazing bullpen. So yeah, yeah. I, that's why I'm a little I'm a little hesitant. And and the Brewers have played very well against. Uh, they played well against the Giants here at home. 
Um, they've swept the Dodgers earlier in the season. They have another series left with them. They close the season, I think, against yeah. the Dodgers. I'd say so, we, we have to call the Brewers the dark horse in the National League. Yeah, in the playoffs, um, yeah. Because, I, um, you know, they're under the radar. They yeah. don't get talked about as much as the big three in the West. They yeah. don't get the, the press of the NL East with the Mets, Phillies, and Braves. Yeah. So they're just quietly going about their business with their amazing starting pitching, their bullpen. They get yeah. just enough hitting. Yeah. Those guys are hot and cold, but they're getting enough done. And um, did yeah. I see that Avisel Garcia was hurt again? I don't He's know. He's day-to-day. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got some pop, some pop in that lineup. Yeah, and they, got, and they have, a, they have a, a superstar who didn't have a superstar year, but no. Yelich is – still a superstar Yelich, his power numbers have really dropped off but he still gets on base a ton um you know his reputation is enough to kind of uh get him on base he's a tough out he's a tough out he's yeah no i love the guy he's such a cool player i do too Um, i mean him and like so like when i see him play i'm just all eyes every pitch same with like tatis the other night and he and manny too i mean those guys you watch them at their plate you know because uh, it, it, every every pitch could be something interesting. So, um, you know, I, it, and Soto's another National League player like that. Um, so, I mean, he's not in the NL uh, MVP conversation, partially because he got off to a really slow start, partially because of what Tatis is doing, partially because he's on a terrible, terrible team. But um, he's had an incredible second half, and he's he's also just so good at the plate that it's like it's must-see tv as they used to say who's that soto oh soto yeah yeah he's he's just a he's such a class act too i think um everything i can see and know it's just he's just he's got a good sense of humor and this it's good baseball he's he he's a great baseball player so we we love all that stuff. yeah i'd like to see the nationals build another team around him and make yeah. another be good again at some point yeah um, but okay, moving on to the American yeah, League. Dave, American. Dave just texted; he's not going to be able to rejoin. Oh, that's fine. Um, we, we, and, we we appreciate it. Is uh, yeah, is he was for, here he was for the important part. This time around, he was a starter. He was a yeah. bullpen starter. He was he a, was five a, in, He put in five innings, and yeah. then we relieved him, and he had to go take the dogs out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, when we last checked in on our American League. We had um, the three division leaders firmly in control. That has not changed. No. Nope. Um, Houston are on their way to clinching the West. The White Sox, same, 11 games up in the Central. And Tampa Bay running away with the East. Yeah. All the action in the American League is the wild card teams. We've got five teams, all of which could do it. Right now, those teams are Toronto and Boston. With the Yankees even on in the loss column with Boston at 65, the A's two back of them, and Seattle another game back. So those are the five horses yeah. that we're looking at. The Angels, we're going to call them out. They're 10 games back. Right. So um, Toronto seems like kind of most likely to get one of the wild card berths. They're 8-2 and two over the last 10 games, playing amazing baseball. Their pitching has come good. So everybody who thinks about these things is, has got Toronto penciled in for one of the two wild card spots, which sort of leaves Boston, New York, Oakland, and Seattle fighting for that second spot. Right. 
Seattle just kind of took like an emotional beat down from Boston. Um, they lost some cl- close ones and they lost some uh, blowouts to Bo- Boston came into town and kind of broke their hearts a little bit. Yeah, but it was like they were close up until the end, and then they, they became blowouts, like in later innings. Isn't that on yeah. one of the games? There was like a six-run inning I saw there uh, by the Red Sox, which is not the um, the the um, Mariners have like kind of what should be a good bullpen someday with Paul Seawald and Steckenrider, mm-hmm. and like like they they got a ton of talent, but it's just not it's not like ready yet. And like, kind of same with their with their their young core of players. Like, they're go- they're making a run a year too early. Which even if they don't get there, like, to see them out there competing is, yeah. is great. I mean, when they get Kyle Lewis back next year, that's going to add a ton of power to the center of their lineup. But um, like Seattle, even if they don't get there, just having them do this is going to serve them well going yeah. forward the competitive anytime you have a uh, an opportunity to be part of a competitive run you know even if you're in it kind of on the outskirts a little bit it it helps it feeds the fire right exactly so, just get a little taste you know yeah. right, let's let's see if we can do that again because yeah. that was fun yeah, yeah exactly um but, to be honest uh, i th- yeah i i think that's that's a really good point and the, i was going to go back one step though in the american league just to call this out the the White Sox are way ahead in their division, but they've kind of fallen off a little bit. Like they have, they're taking their foot off the gas. Yeah, and and I was I just noticed something that they're they have they have the best home record in uh, the American League hmm. and second, I think, in the majors. But they're they're two games under five hundred on the road, which yeah. is really interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because most of the other teams are pretty balanced, like, you know, in terms of, like, the Yankees. The Yankees, 41-31 at home, 41-34 on the road, right? Just to give an example. Uh, but that 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 road record is really, really weird because I, I always wonder, like, this can yeah. affect the playoffs, right? Because there could be some... They have a first-place team with a losing record on the road. That Yeah, um, yeah. That says something about the, their chances in the playoffs. Right. Because um, uh, and and as always, we're we're always uh, happy to mention uh, you know Detroit is hanging tough in there, doing some some work down the stretch, winning some games here and there. So it's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like the Blue Jays, Blue Jays are they 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 they're in a different thing. Like so. They're they're they have a really big run differential, which we know is not not a you know doesn't mean anything other than you can blow out teams on certain days of the week. But uh, I just think they they are um, they're a tough team, and all of a sudden now they're, they're a juggernaut. Yeah, and they're in it, right? So now that they're in it, that they you know because they were always kind of a bit on the outside. People are like, oh yeah, but they're not now they're in it. You know these young guys are not going to let up. And they got a guy who's uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who's on potentially could be a triple crown winner. I think he is going to be the triple crown winner. Yeah. No, I think I think he um, is too, yeah. But... No, there's a ton of guys who like Simeon and Springer and Guerrero, and then you get into the Bichettes and the Teoscar Hernandez, and uh, you know just go down the line. They they, they just got like hitters like uh, Alejandro Kirk this 
this catcher is like, you know, knocking the ball around. Like um, they, that team can hit and getting Barrios at the deadline. That was a coup because mm-hmm. a lot of teams wanted him. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd say Toronto will get one of those wild card places. Yeah, I think prob- you're right. Yeah. It will probably be at home. So there's Canada's first wild card game they're hosting. Um, so, is that whether- right? Is that, that- wow. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see them letting go of that first wild card spot. So the Yankees and Red Sox are going to have to battle out for um, that second wild card. So, Interesting. Um, yeah. If, say, um, say your piece and then let me know when I can let loose on my Yankees rant because, uh, you know, I've had, I've had one building up for a, a few days. So. Yeah, give me one second. I just want to look at one thing with the Blue Jays. I want to look at their schedule because I think okay. Let's that's going to play into it. So they got the Twins this weekend. <laughs> Lucky them. They've at got home? At, at home, yeah, in Toronto. And then they go on the road. They go to Tampa for three games. And then they have four more games with the Twins in Minnesota. And then they go to New York. Or no, New York comes to them. Right. And then they close out the season in, uh, with Baltimore coming to Toronto. So Okay. Baltimore uh, play people tough. So Yeah, know. they do. But still, if I'd rather play them than somebody else. Um, so they've got... 10 games with the Twins and the Orioles, and then they've got uh, three games with the Rays and three with the Yankees. So, so I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think they're going to – they're going to – you know, I think they're going to play pretty well over that stretch. Right, and they can set up their pitching so that they get Ryu yeah. or Barrios or whoever they want going in that wild card game. Yeah, and then I'm just going to look at one more because I just want to look at the Red Sox because obviously they're the kind of the – the 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 wild card no pun intended in that mix um and they have an interesting schedule because they they've got they've they're playing the orioles this weekend then they get at home and then they play two with the mets at home still with the interleague what yeah the hell? i know it's crazy it's so and, late in the year to be doing this interleague, and then which they have also the gives series them... the yankees Aren't they done with the? I thought that no. they used up all the series. This is but, it. That, that three game series is going to de- decide that second wild card. Yeah. But then then the Red Sox get to play the Oreos, Oreos, the Orioles um, in Baltimore. And then they play the Nationals. So, yeah, they got a cakewalk. They, uh, yeah. Relatively speaking. Yeah. But we the know. Nationals we know. Are be playing for nothing. We know. We remember chicken and beer. We remember chicken and beer. <laughs> No, the, the, the Red Sox, <laughs> I would say, have the more favorable schedule between them and the Yankees. But the Yankees? the Yankees have a little bit of a cushiness, too. They're playing Cleveland this weekend, then the Rangers, Rangers come to town. So those are six highly yeah. winnable games. I'd say almost all six are must-win heading into that weekend series right. against Red Sox next year. They do have that wonderful off day um, on the 23rd, a week from yesterday, the right. Thursday. Before they go up to Boston, so they can yeah. reset their bullpen, and then they play Boston. Then they have another off day, and then before they, play, they go yeah. up to Toronto. So they have some nice spacing there, at least. That's um, because be six, six out of seven days of just of madness. I think Red Sox, Blue Jays, back to back. Yeah. So um, Wendy and I were to... in uh, Wendy okay. and I were in Miami one year, um, and it was her birthday that year. Was the last day of the season. And it was that day when, like, 
six teams were still alive right and that all those teams switched places and came back and it yeah. was just, it was that wildest last day of the season ever it was Wendy's you know birthday was? we're in my, where were you I was in San Diego what yeah staying in a in a hotel in the in the St. James Hotel mm-hmm. Bob Dylan song um in uh, in the gas lamp it's weird that you remember that, but I guess it's weird that I remember that. So well, because it was such a big, uh, like we were out, and Liam was really young at the time, so we were out and about, and I was picking up on the games, like on all the different screens around, and I think we went to, yeah, we went to a Padres, Cubs game a couple of days before that, or the day before that. So uh, first time at Petco, and then that last season, that last game, and then I had like ESPN in the room and it was crazy. That was just a night, crazy night. Great baseball night. What was that, like 2014 or 20, 2013? Uh, 20, 2012. 2012? Could have been 2012. It was, it, well, it was whenever they, because then that's when Bud Selig got the idea for the, uh, the second wild card thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. he was all like... Anyway, let's not get sidetracked. Because I have a Yankees rant. That's what I was going to throw it your way. Here we go. Yankees rant, start now. Okay. So, everybody knows that the Orioles came to town. They got two out of three. Then the Blue Jays came to town and swept us at home. Okay. And then we went to Crosstown over to Queens. The Mets got two out of three. We, we've covered these series. That's when I called the Mets a bunch of babies and they were doing the whistling. And the, Okay, then that Monday, the Twins come to town. Great. We can make up our game. We can. Um, the Yankees actually had to come back in that game and they ended up beating the Twins. Um, and then just... The last three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we had the Orioles in town. And we won the first game, 7-2, comfortably. A lot of home runs in that game. I think five Yankees hit a home run in that game. Then Wednesday's game was like wild, wild game. They were down to their last out. And Brett Gardner hit a two-out bloop single in the rain and uh, like over the head of the shortstop fell in. Glaber actually forgot how many outs there were, and he was like running full steam. There was only one out when when Gardy hit that uh, bloop single. I realized it just said they were down to their last out. They were not down to their last out. They had runners at second and third with one out, and Gardy is having one of his like legendary battles at the plate. And uh, he's fouling pitches off. The rain is getting harder. The, they're putting that um, stuff on the field to stop people from slipping. Mm, yeah. Like, um, so anyway, Tyler Wade's on third. Gar- um, Glaber's on second. Guardy hits this bloop thing that looks like it's going to be caught. Glaber just takes off running like you do when there's two outs. Like, you know, well, if they catch it, they catch it. But otherwise, I'm scoring on this play. So, and meanwhile, Tyler Wade's hanging off on third, trying to see if he needs to tag up because he knows how many outs there are. Meanwhile, Glaber's coming full down the line. It works out. The ball is dropped or it's not caught. Uh, 
and both runners score easily. And the ball is thrown to the backstop because uh, it, it was wet. It didn't even get to the catcher. So the Yankees win that one. But then the next night, the rain comes back again. There's a ton of stoppages. Um, the uh, Yankees have an easy, they, they have a good chance to win it in regulation. They have a lead, bottom of the ninth, two strikes, man on third. They freaking throw the ball, two wild pitches. One goes to the backstop. The runner from third scores, ties up the game, and then the Orioles win it in extra innings, which, you know, yeah. you can't kick yourself on that. I mean, there was such a wet, rainy night. Like, none of the pitchers had control. But, like, it felt kind of like you win by the rain, you die by the rain. So yeah. they, they won one, they lost one of those rain games. So it feels like, you know, you got to take, take that, even though it really hurt it. The Yankees fell to fourth place in the yeah. East, and they fell out of the wild card position with that loss last night. So it was a gut punch, even though they won two out of three. Last night was a gut punch. And and the night before that game, I I saw a clip that the umpire ejected the grounds crew from the game. <laughs> he just told them to get off the field because they were getting ready to roll the tarp on when the game was going on. Yeah, because they because they were anticipating the Yankees getting out and game being over, but the right. Yankees went ahead right after yep, that. Exactly. So, so maybe there was something to that. Exactly. No, I mean, I think that that distraction maybe spooked the Orioles a little bit. And yeah. Um, and and if, if, if everyone wants to see that, it's hilarious. The umpire is just because all these guys had lined up behind the tarp and I'm talking like 15 ground yeah. keepers. And they were all there, and the umpire just starts yelling at them, telling them, get off the field, get off Well, I was watching the Yankees broadcast, and of course, oh, okay. you know, yeah, they're so... watching it on a monitor just like we are. Right. So the Yankees monitors, uh, the Yankees announcers saw the umpire, you know, yelling his head off. Right. Hey, get out, get out. And he's like, and uh, Kenny was like, oh, somebody must have said something because they're getting thrown out. Like, he right. couldn't <laughs> see who, who was being thrown out. He just saw the umpire, like really going yeah. off on someone he's like somebody said something to piss him off because yeah. like they're getting tossed and then the, the you know the feed cuts and you see all the grounds crew running off the field yeah he's like, oh they're telling the grounds crew to get the hell out of and, here and the grounds crew there is dressed like pizza delivery guys or something well, i know that's kind of how they dress right I they know, got the shorts but, yeah but it, they, it, but it was it was just the colors also right because it's oreo colors are pretty bright that's your team's stuff. colors i know but our grounds crew wears something different but um, anyway, and I, we don't have that many grounds crew because we don't have the rainouts, right? Well, yeah. No, the uh, East Coast, you got to really be ready to get that yeah. tarp out there. I mean, remember, we've seen clips of guys going down under the tarp. Yeah, it's a very East it, Coast, so, Midwest kind of vibe. So tell me about now where the Yankees are now that they've done that and they've now they got to play the Indians tonight, right? They're playing them? Yeah. No, they're, you know, Cleveland puts up a good fight. They've got a great offense. Um, Fran Mills batting right now. Kluber has gone four innings uh, tonight without giving up a run. So that's nice. Um, but the runs will come. We know Cleveland's good for two or three or four runs per night. They, right. They've got a decent offense. Um, so um, the Yankees just need to put some more runs on the board and don't push Kluber too far. We talked about this last time, mm -hmm. that game I went to when they tried to get too much out of Kluber, because, like, we got to stretch him out, we got to get him to 70 pitches, we got to get him to 80 pitches, we have a plan. Well, 
your plan needs to involve winning the game at the same time. So, right. Um, right. you know, I know the, the, the bullpen is truly gassed after these extra inning games and these crazy games in the rain. So, um, give Kluber his support. I don't know who the Yankees are actually planning to back up Kluber. It could be Heaney again. They could say, you know, let's hope not. Heaney's coming in for five, six, seven, or six, seven, or whatever. Because he should only come in if they're down by ten runs or up by ten runs. So let's just put that in there. Like how the Brewers have, you know, Boxberger, Devin Williams, and right. Hader. Like the Yankees don't have that. They lost Zach Britton for the year, yeah. um, and yeah. Luizig is done. So they've got Chad Green, Wandy Peralta, and Chapman. That's it. And, you know, you can't push Green two innings more than once in a great while. So Is there anybody but, they're going to get back or can have no. back in the playoffs? They're no, stopped, they're right? season-ending surgery. Like, <sighs> you know, they're really thin in the bullpen. So yeah, um, that's they their need weak, length. That's their weak link is their, their – they really – it's almost like now they need to really pile the runs on. Yeah, offensively. no, the Yankees need to win seven three or seven, yeah. seven four yeah. to be safe. Kind of yeah, like the Padres did in San Francisco. You know, just yeah, stay ahead. yeah, stay ahead. Um, even if they start to fight back, just score more. Exactly, because like the 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 Padres hitting came around, but the bullpen was still a little suspect. But the Padres bullpen is a subject for another yeah. pod, but, maybe Monday's but, pod after so we see you, how the games go. So let's stay on the Yankees here. Do you think what's your what's your feeling about this Yankees team? I know you. You're a um, you're uh, you're a hot cold Yankee fan, meaning that sometimes you think that they're just going to pull through and do whatever, and then other times you're like, "There's no way in hell this team's going to do it." Right. What's your your feeling right now? Well, let me you, say this for just for the yeah. record: um, none of my issues have anything to do with any of the Yankees players. Okay, they're okay. try. Don't let it be said they're they're not playing with heart. They're not trying. These fuckers are trying and, you know, they're, they're, they are who they are. You know, they're, they're big, like they're home run guys. They're not speedsters. You yeah. know, they have, they have their style of baseball, you know, they get DJ, DJ LeMahieu on base and then they got their boppers, you know, two through yeah. six, two through just, seven. If you can't Gary swinging for the fences. Yeah, no, they're, they're hot and cold and they, yeah. you know, they hit a lot of home runs and they strike out a lot. But, um, you know, they're, they're working their asses off. My issue, I guess, is still primarily with either what you want to call ownership or the front office or a combination of the two. Mm. Um, the, the team that they've put on the field, the way that they have Boone um, managing the game, um, they're just, um, they're being cheap. They've been cheap. And now they're, they're kind of stuck with uh, not enough left in the tank. Yeah. Um, and, you know, woohoo, you're under the luxury tax. But the fans don't care about that. You know, the Dodgers didn't bother staying under the luxury tax. They have a big tax bill to pay at the end of the season. So, so what? You know, we would have loved to get a few more folks uh, in free agency or at the trade deadline and kind of strengthen this, t- this team. We could have gone after Barrios. We could have gone after Scherzer. Maybe we didn't have the trade chips, but like mm-hmm. um, the the Yankees have boxed their team into 
a little bit of a, a, a talent drought. So right, especially on pitching. I mean, they went and pitching. got the big all boppers. about pitching. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, no, they, they got, hitting is they, fine. Hitting exactly. is fine. And 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 that's that's the thing I see with them is that exactly the bullpen and this weird. I, and you know better than, than I do because you watch more innings of their games, but it just seems like it's it's really inconsistent of how they use their bullpen. Well, what, what I hear from my John Boy guys, yes. and, I, and I agree with this, this is what John Boy's theory is. He says they, they drop the pitching plan before the game. They give it to Boone. They say you're going Kluber to Heaney mm. to, you know, whoever else, uh, Krisky to Chad to Chapman or whatever, like, um, and they tell him the sequence of pitchers that you're going to use. And, you know, you can do it a half inning early, or you can do it two or three batters earlier uh, or maybe a batter or two later if the guy's really got a low pitch count. But, like, um, there's no kind of, like, in-game uh, maneuverability. Like, oh, right. shit, like, this would be a good time to blah, 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 bring this guy. It, a, he doesn't have enough weapons. And B... He's on some sort of weird like autopilot where he, so he, yeah, yeah. he can so decide when to make the pitching change, but he doesn't get to decide who comes in. Yeah, that's that is uh, that's interesting. I, I that's a really but I even felt like that process uh, was really it's really awkward. Like it's not it this doesn't like you said, it's not part of the flow of the game. And it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like script, it's scripted, but it's a reality TV show. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta be in the moment to pivot or whatever. And they're right. like, Oh no, but on page three, line six, he's supposed to say, it's like, yeah, whatever we got it. And, and that, I do agree that that's, that's kind of weird. If he's put in that position that he doesn't have the ability to, uh, to make those decisions, you know, just in the interest of, um, just in the interest of like thoroughness, right? Yeah. Um, let's, um, look at their, let's look at their lineup as it is. Okay. Um, and we're not going to, we're going to leave out Loisaga and we're going to leave out, um, what's his face, Zach Britton, who just had Tommy John or something. So you got your ace, Jack Garrett Cole, okay? Um, you've got Jamison Tyone, who by all counts has come good. He's a trusted starter. Um, he's doing fine. Um, Jordan Montgomery, same thing, I guess. We'll say mostly the same thing. Nestor Cortez. Total surprise. The guy's been lights out and really exciting. Um, so love Nestor. And um, then, you know, we've got Kluber, Klubot, fighting his way back. Um, he, you have to consider him like, you know, our number four or four or five guy at this point. So all of those guys are healthy. So you have a decent rotation if Kluber can get deep enough into games to protect are pitching. So let's now talk about who 
their um, the rest of their team is. Chad Green, we know who he is. Um, he's reliable. He has good control usually. Chapman, total opposite. His control is all over the map. Um, you don't really trust Chapman, but you have to use him in the ninth because that's who you've got. So you're probably going to lose one out of seven games just based on Chapman blowing it. So, you know, you've got a factor for that. Clay Holmes has been excellent. Um, and uh, Litkey has been okay. Wandy Peralta, we spoke about. He's, you know, he, he's a strikeout guy. He can, he can get you out of a tight spot. And then you get into kind of like uh, your goofball guys. Um, Heaney, Krisky, uh, Jolie Rodriguez. I don't know where he stands. Um, he might have been injured or gone down and come back up. Uh, they're kind of messing with him a little bit. And same with Michael King. I, I don't think know he, where. I think he's on the roster right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the game and I can see. And that. then Luis Hill is kind of your sixth starter slash long man or whatever. Which guy? Luis Hill. Um, so that's kind of your, your playbook. They don't have Domingo Herman back yet. So, uh, can I interrupt? Just, yeah, go for it. Judge just <laughs> back it up. Uh, All rise. I was about to, to steal some there thunder. There, I love but... when judge hits into right center like that. It's yeah. just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. All right. So, thank you okay. for. Yeah, Thank you for bringing that to my attention. All right. Now, I've said my piece. We've kind yeah. of gone through the Yankees pitching. It's, it can be good on its day. What is your take? You know, I, I, it's so, you know, this Yankee team, and I think you sent me something kind of breaking it out. It's like they've had two or three seasons in one season. Yep. Uh, that, you know, like early on the year, they were playing stiff baseball, like yep. we talked about, just like station to station, like for, and and stiff managing, and everything was yeah. stiff. And and we've seen this in the last couple of years, actually. It's not anything new this this year. And then they went on that roll, and they were like playing great baseball. I mean, I was at, I think that was the eleventh game they won in a row, the one I went to. And uh, they were just, you know, they knew they were going to win that game, even though they gave up, they let the A's get back into it, but they still came through. Um, so the question is, can they find that thing in these last couple of weeks? Because that's, that's the potential. Because we know they can do it, right? We know they're capable. And we saw a glimpse of it on, that, on the September 11th game against the Mets, yeah. right? Um, we know that they, you know, we know what they can do. Um, the question is, can they do it? I'm really concerned, though, just as, a, uh, you know, Yankees being my second team. Um, the, I just think the bullpen is, is such a huge question mark that, you know, and, and, and as these, these two weeks come up to the end of the season, you know that becomes the pressure thing, right? Like, because it's like, Oh, we just saw the other team win on the scoreboard. We really need to win this game, and the bullpen's out there. And you're like, "Can they do it?" Yep. So, so I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think the bullpen needs to really step up. 
Um, the hitting is going to be there, I think, as we just see in this game. Gallo's got a home run, and Judge has a home run now. So, um, yeah, uh, solo home runs. That's apparently all we can do. Yeah, it's well, it's it's very trendy in in the baseball these days. Um, so that's that's my take. Is I think as we went through the other schedules, I do think it's between the three East teams, which I think is interesting. I d- haven't looked at it enough to see like. The, the A's have a chance, you know. So they're three games back, but yeah. they definitely have a chance. Because and, and my question is, do they have a chance because all these other three teams, the three East teams, are playing each other quite a bit, like we were talking about earlier. When Not you enough. Have, when you have that going on, it's hard to, like, you know, someone's always winning ahead of you. I don't think that they're playing each other enough Okay, that I would um... – because the Yankees have that stretch where they we talked about the six out of the seven days, uh, Red Sox and Blue Jays. But I think you're right. I think there's enough other stuff spread around Tampa Bay, um, et cetera. So um, I so I, I you know I I'm I'm optimistic on the Yankees. I think they in the end they'll come through. I think they, um, but I think you're right. I think Toronto's got the number one seed and they're, they're going to be hard to knock off the hill. Um, but here we go, Yankees, Red Sox, right? I think you're right. That one series could be the deal because, because you know, once you, you're in those head-to-head games, they mean way more than one game. Yeah, they mean two games. It's two games per game. So, uh, No, I mean, you'd like to take three. You should take two. You right. must take one. Like, yeah. Well, if you, yeah, yeah. Um, a sweep, a sweep is running. a sweep is 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 game over. <laughs> yeah, a sweep a sweep by either team is game over. Yeah. So you right. must get one. But um, I'm gonna but, I'm gonna pull up the A's here because I think the A's, I, I think the A's are better than the Mariners and the outside team, right? Like yeah. Of, in terms of they have more experience with that, so um, they're not you know, the, the rookie team, so to speak. And the A's play the angels this weekend in Anaheim. Okay. That's a walkover. Then they come home and they play the Mariners head to head. So right there, that's good for the red, red Sox, Yankees and the blue Jays, right? They play four games here across the Bay. Then the A's play the Astros. And then they go up to Seattle for three games. Oh, in here. Where is the game versus the Astros? Oakland. That helps. So they actually, besides the Angels this weekend, they play a home series against the Mariners and the Astros, and they play a road series against the Mariners and the Astros. So I think that all works to the Eastern team's advantage. I think it, it I think that really plays in that I really think they're going to like kind of block each other out. Yeah, maybe. Because if they go 500, right, it means they don't go anywhere against each other right yeah no that's true and, and, but that's no different than what we were saying about toronto plays the yankees the red you know the yankees play the red Sox. but i think like, they only have single series i don't think like you were saying they only have like the 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 yankees have a series against the red Sox, and they have a series against the blue jays they don't have any two series against them the yankees uh sent kluber out for the fifth inning well, that's a start He's pitching a three-hitter through four. Don't jinx it. No runs. Um, 
This is the American League, as you know, so there's no pitcher spot. So right. it's harder for a pitcher to navigate a lineup, even if the bottom guy is the catcher and Andres Jimenez. So, uh, yeah, I just looked. So, yeah, the, the, the Yankees have one series against the Red Sox and one series against the Blue Jays. Yeah. They don't, they don't have the double. Because the double series is where it gets weird because you're kind of canceling out. You can cancel out a bunch of games. Like if you're in the hunt, right, where the one series works to your advantage because the other team's playing elsewhere and they could be losing, right? So the it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I, I think because of that, I think – I think we'll know the Yankees are going to know their fate and their opportunity at the end of the Texas Rangers series. They're well, going to... also at the end of the Red Sox series, even if they're like, even if they get swept and right. they're, you know, four back of the Blue Jays or three back of the Blue Jays and two back of the Red Sox or whatever, like, um, if the Yankees are in dire shape going into that Toronto series, they've still got the revenge factor of, hey, we sweep these guys, right? We, we knock them out. We put ourselves in. So I don't think Yankees anyone's sweeping a... the Toronto, the Blue Jays, though. I, I just, I think, I think offensively they're just too, they're, they're too. The dynamic. Blue Jays haven't had a whiff of the playoffs for a long time. Yeah, you got to remember about the choke factor. That's okay? true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And they're at home. They haven't played at home that much in the last two years. A lot of these. Young guys and new Blue Jays, you know, they're, yeah. it's, it's not going to be a full stadium. It's going to still be this partial stadium that Canada is allowing. So there'll be a crowd, but not like – it'll be loud, but it won't yeah. be a full stadium. Right. So okay. those right. could be – that could be a trap, trap series for the Blue Jays. And that, that's – as Yankee fans, that's going to be our one hope we can cling to if we lose to the Red Sox. Right. And, but I do think because, you know, series against Tampa Bay are kind of there. They, they're, that's a wild card. No pun intended again, because you don't know what their needs are at that point. They're going to have no needs. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're kind of set as the number one team, right? Yep. So if that's the case, the Red Sox have a series, one series against the Yankees and the Blue Jays have one series against the Yankees. All the other teams that those two teams are playing are not competitive. I really wish the Blue Jays and Red Sox had another series against each other. Yeah. Instead, they get to go play the Orioles, the Mets, the Nationals. Nationals, What the fuck is all this shit? Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's going to come down to. Because if we take the five teams, right, including the Mariners and the A's, okay, now we're deep diving. But you take the A's and the Mariners and you say, okay, they're going to play each other a bunch. They're going to knock each other around. So I don't think they're going to have enough run to move forward because I don't think either one's going to dominate. A's might be able to. I know the Mariners won't. So that that is taking place. While meanwhile in the East, the Yankees – have it in their hands because they get to play three against the Red Sox and get three against the Blue Jays. While the Blue Jays got three against the Yankees and the Red Sox have three, they don't play the Red Sox. So, so if the Yankees, that's what I'm saying. If they can put themselves in a really good spot coming into the Red Sox series, meaning that they take, let's say between these next six games with the Rangers and the Indians, they win four of six, five of six, right? 
they're going to be in a really good spot leading yes. into that series because that means they they because the other teams can't advance further if you don't lose, right? They can, right. they can only stay where you you can only stay where you are. It's what's going on with the Giants and Dodgers, right? Exactly. It's like. They're just like, oh, Giants have a nine-game winning streak. Oh, and they gained one and a half games in the. In but the sometimes column. teams can get disheartened, like if they see that a team just won't lose. Yeah. Like they're like, God, these guys just don't yeah. lose. Yeah. And they're like, they almost, they almost like get discouraged, and they're like, ah. Well, and that's and that's where I'm looking at the Giants because if anyone, I don't think the Dodgers are going to get discouraged. I think they're just doing their their thing, you know, we're the best team, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so that's, that is, that's where it's interesting. Cause I, I we'll see what happens. This is this big series Braves for giants, for example, can they hang tough against this team? Padres just beat them for two games. Hey, hats off to the Padres. Cause the Padres, you know, they easily could have just whatever. And they've seen that way on Monday night, but I'm, I'm proud of them for, for playing the way they played Wednesday night when I was at that game, they jumped out early. I thought there was a, uh, an error in the starting the bullpen guy twice in a week. <laughs> what do I know? I didn't. But um, but anyway, fan liaison. So, so going the Yankee. So the American League is super interesting because of the layering of the series and who they're playing. I think it's it's going to be really. Yeah. Uh, and I think and I think if the Yankees can get into the playoffs. That means they played hell of baseball for the next two weeks. <laughs> right? Yeah, hell of baseball. Hell of baseball. Because, <laughs> because it, it, you know, if you're the Yankees, right, and you, you, the pressure is on, right? Not making the playoffs is not a good idea in New York. You know, like sometimes we talk about like playing baseball, like baseball plays. When was the last time we like, pulled up a video and were like, now here's a smart thing the Yankees did here when they brought this and they threw home and then like, you know, they like then threw to third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't say that about the Yankees. They just win with home runs, you know, like um, that. Well, they don't really play baseball. Yeah. I mean, they, they I'm just trying to think because in the game, I, I mean, Tyler through. Wade steals a base here and again, you know, Guardy's up there scrapping. They play yeah. their game. Yeah, but they're not like winning ball games like with their with their wits. Yeah, I mean, the, there were a couple exceptions. I, I, I will say that Red Sox Yankees game and the guy who they sent down Velasquez, um, he made that really amazing play at shortstop. Yeah, like, that's that true. Was, we need more. Was, we need more Velasquez. We do. I mean, they need. They, it's nails. You know what I mean? It's 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 the emotional intangible that that. Um, that you need. Um, I agree with you, actually. And now the Yankees have turned themselves inside out in their infield. They got Glaber back at second. Yeah. They sent DJ LeMahieu over to third, which is a position he's played. Yeah. And they're making Geo play short, which also he's played, but is not his chosen position. So two out of three guys are playing out of position so that so that Glaber can go back to second and start like getting his confidence back. Yeah. No, I I I just I. Anyway, I that what I'm saying there is I think the Yankees have a have something to to uh, uh, you know they they got to do it, but I think they can do it. Let's put it that way. That's my answer. I think they can make the playoffs. I don't think, and I think they can make the playoffs, and I think they can win a one game yes. wild card. But I don't think they can go much further than that. 
Um, you right. got to have more, more yeah. pitching. I mean, Cole it, it can only pitch one well, game every so it, often. It, well, exactly. And if you're in the wild card game, you're going to try and get Cole in there, depending if you need him to win the last game of the year. You know, it's like yeah so, to get it. So you're you're kind of in a tough spot when you get into the five game series if you make it that far, uh, because you're right. Your your Cole's not going to start the first game. Uh, he might start the second game. Uh, he might start the third game. So, yeah, it's that. That's going to be tough. I do think that's this tough feels because... like a not making the playoffs or a division series exit year yeah. for the Yankees. I, I um, think so. I mean, unless unless something about their experience in the playoffs they can build off of. And if let's just say, because let's just think ahead really quick here, who could they play in the if they win the wild card, they would have to play the. Tampa, Tampa Bay. So so they could have something there just cuz they played them so freaking many times. Um and and but but I I don't think they would. <laughs> I think Tampa it's the other way. Are really good right now. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. I think Tampa's played them so many times as well. So and they're not intimidated anymore. We used to have that intimidation factor, yeah. but now Tampa's like, we went to the World Series, not you. Yeah. And and then we got rid of our best pitcher, and we're still going to the playoffs. So, <laughs> um, anyway, but it's a uh, couple updates here. We got a pitcher's duel going on in Cincinnati. Really? Bueller against Castillo. Yeah, only two. They're in the bottom of the fifth, 0-0, zero, zero, two hits each team. Wow. Uh, Kyle Farmer just let off with a double. Love Kyle Farmer. And uh, what else we got going on here? Anything interesting? The Padres have started, and they're down one nothing already. Oh, really? Oh no. Yeah. So uh, we um, need the we need the Padres to to keep it. I I want the Padres to sweep the Cardinals, so when the Giants play them, they don't feel like they have to win. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like that. I mean, every and this is the thing, I, you know. Every baseball game is competitive. I don't care if you're playing the Rockies-Washington game right now. That's a competitive game. I think, well, yeah. The, I the think, Rockies just put the beat down on the Braves yeah. on the road. And I think what's interesting is the uh, because of the ro- non-roster expansion, it's actually made those games more real games when you have two yeah. teams that are out of the playoffs playing because they can't just like throw a bunch of young guys up there. Um, right it can't turn and, it into a triple a lineup yeah and i guess and they could but well they, yeah, they kind of but they can't get rid of the play they can't unless they're hurt they can't take them off the right off the thing so um yeah i i just i, I think that's good for baseball actually because i thought that was kind of a kind of a bad thing um in years past oh the mets got the bases loaded they just tied it it's tied up one one yeah I right. might flip flip over to the Dodgers game for a sec. This pitcher's duel is looking interesting. Yeah, because Castillo's a good. He's a good uh, pitcher. Oh, oh yeah. The, the Reds just went ahead. Woo! Oh, jeez. Sorry. Stop rooting for the Reds unless they're playing the Giants. They're playing the Dodgers. It's at this point, any team playing the Dodgers is the Giants because they need any 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 game the Dodgers lose is super important because they've lost they've only have they've only lost a few games you're right since you're right. August i'll root first. for the reds too I'll since root for august the reds first too. they've only lost like what like a few games fortunately the giants took two out of three from them because imagine if it was the other way around the giants would be like in in a tough spot 
Um, but now they got just one. They only have one game up now, and now that we're playing the Braves tonight, so uh, I'm afraid of the Cardinals, man. I mean, I've always kind of had a soft spot for the Cardinals, but now that we're we need to beat them, um, mm. sad at how good they are. They're ju- they, they just be- have a really balanced lineup. Yeah, uh, uh, you know that Dylan Carlson has moved from second to the sixth in the batting order. Um, that's probably helped take some of the pressure off him. They're going with Sosa at short instead of Paul DeYoung, like pretty much every day. Paul DeYoung is like a wow. bench player now. Um, so, I mean, Sosa was who they found when Paul DeYoung was out injured, and he's played so well that I think Paul DeYoung has actually lost his position. Like, and he's like a strikeout machine. So it's like they're hap- the Cardinals are happy to have someone in there who has more contact skills. Yeah, it's. Um... It's actually. I'm just looking at the games tonight. It's a good, good batch of baseball tonight. Great slate of games tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving every league. minute of this. In the National League, especially, there's there's a uh, there's a bunch of you know the the American League. It's it's a, the leaders are all playing. Who are the Blue Jays playing? Oh, let's see here. Where's Toronto? Minnesota. They're home to Minnesota, yeah. and Minnesota have a six three lead. Let's yeah. Go. And, Come on. And see, and see all of them. All of them, um, all of them are all the American League teams are playing that are in the hunt are playing teams that aren't in the hunt. Right. <laughs> so that's interesting. But in the National League tonight, we got the Giants hunt. Braves. It's Hunt versus Hunt. Yeah, Giants Braves. And the American League is Hunt versus No Hunt. Dodgers Reds, Phillies Mets. I mean, come on! This is like a great night of National League baseball. Well, I'm watching the Yankees until Milwaukee, I don't need Milwaukee to. Milwaukee Cubs, okay. There's I'll one. switch over to the Padres. Yeah, okay. I'm, if you're I, doing the fourplex, let's say you're doing the fourplex on your laptop. Yeah, I never do that. Um, what four games are you following right this moment? I'm watching Yankees, Padres, Dodgers, Mets, Reds. And Mets. No, I don't care about the Mets. Come I, on. I don't care about the Mets. I don't like them, and I don't like the Phillies either. So I don't care who wins that game. Then you're watching the Blue Jays. Yeah, I'm going to put the Blue Jays twins on my fourth spot. I I can only watch one. I used to try to do that, and it always gave me a headache. So I decided that I would watch one screen at a time. Maybe I have a Giants game on the radio, but one screen on MLB. Look at Gio Urshela. He is back with a solid single up the middle. They weren't shifting much on him, so that got through. Gio is back with the bat. And the one last thing I'm going to say, that greatest night in baseball was 10 years ago, 2011. Oh, dang. That was 2011, Wend. Yeah. When we went to Miami Miami. for your birthday in September. And there was that amazing finish to the baseball season. Also known as the time you didn't spend with her. (laughs) No, we went out to dinner. Uh, We went out to dinner at like a fancy pizza place. Yeah, and you had the iPhone on. No, because we were on the West Coast, so all that had already ended. Oh, East Coast. East Coast, yeah. Uh, I, was in, I was in San Diego. Um, all right, well, I think, this, I think we've got this down to the, the point where if anyone's still listening. <laughs> all right, I'm going to put this out there. You put it out there. If you, you know. are still listening, that means Sasha, Abby, Noah, all our other like diehard listeners – if you have reached this 80 minute mark of this podcast, email us now at so underscore 
baseball at iCloud.com and say, I made it. And we will send you out a preview of our So Baseball merch that we are going to be sending out for the postseason. Um, we're not saying you're going to get it for free, but you're going to get some sort of dispensation, maybe a discount or uh, early access. <laughs> but more than anything, bragging rights. Tell us. I made it to the end of this podcast. Um, I love you guys so much. So um, that's so underscore baseball at iCloud.com. Email us and tell us you're a diehard listener and you've loved hearing us blather on about all this. Do you have the secret word? What's the secret word? I don't know. The chicken. <laughs> all right. The chicken. Uh, the San Diego chicken? Of course. Okay. Is there any other chicken it. out there? That was original. We can't talk about the chicken without Dave. So No, exactly. That, we're going to have to wrap this up. All right. Well, all right. Good podcast. Let's have a go. Good weekend. Go Yankees. Go Padres. Let's go wild card. Crazy. Wild card. Divisional. I think the Giants only have the one with the division only. Oh, well, East too. All right. All right, buddy. Good podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.